Hey, zookeepers, what's up? I just wait for my wife to get in the shower so I don't feel embarrassed about recording this intro. Very cool. Um, probably waited the voice, too. Hey, it's one of your Podzuki Podkeeper Masters, Kaiju Hollywood Bad Boys, Brandon Kirkman, here to tell you we're still doing it. It's still great. This is technically episode 50, but we're saying 49.9 because we forgot that we had the 50th episode recorded after this, but this was on the back. Listen, I'm just admitting I'm stupid and I like to be transparent. What I'd like to be more transparent about is please rate and review us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, we are in both. Any reviews you put on that iTunes, we will read on air. And if you want to email us any questions or just let us know what's going on, reach out to us at podzukipodcast at gmail.com. That's P-O-D-Z-O-O-K-Y podcast at gmail.com. We actually got some mail we're going to read on the next few episodes, so uh, hey, keep that up. Makes us feel great. Uh, like Godzilla making out with Mothra and making a beautiful Rodan baby. That's how it works. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy as curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all to the beat. Have a ball. <laughs> That's the way to live in my opinion, really. Yeah, I mean... If you couldn't possibly die from poor health at any moment, what's the point of living? That's what I've told my parents. <laughs> Fuck you, Mom and Dad. Alright, I think it's a good place to start, guys. Welcome to Podzuki, <laughs> the only podcast in America. Um, I'm one of your co-hosts, Brandon Kirkman. I'm another one of your co-hosts, Luke Evans Flip. I'm another one of your co-hosts, Martin Felschman. And who's the special guest we got over here? Hey, it's me, Zach Boyce. Everybody's favorite Zach Boyce, and I've got a little bottle of Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. It's so tiny, look at this, cute. You can't see it at home, you bad listeners. And it's what you would expect, what they would have in a hotel mini bar. Yeah. I think we've just all gotten really big. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> they started. This could be a big situation, yeah. as in actually we got larger and not turning into Tom Hanks. Brandon is sitting in a position where we're at a bar in his new house, and he's like lower than us. Yeah, so. how I always He does look <laughs> unusually shorter than usual. It's me, tiny Brandon. <laughs> yeah, we've taken he's still a, six feet tall. Yeah, we've taken a month and a half break at this point, uh, but this is going to come out way later because we have two in the hopper right now. Oh, we might do this after Brand Pro Sex because we put it off forever. I'm so sorry, Brandon. From another Brandon to you. Uh, but yeah, this is a, a kaiju movie podcast where we watch a big monster movie and then we talk about it. We have some of our, our favorite friends and comedians are both from Chicago. Who knows which one it is? You never can tell. Um, <laughs> it's both sometimes, which is nice. Mm. And uh, then we talk about it and we watch today... Um, was oh shit! <laughs> I have the official title, which is Gappa the Trifibian Monster. Here, let me let me go grab the DVD. Yeah, we can talk about the DVD case. So, Martin, I think I think it was Monster from the Prehistoric Planet. Yes, yeah. uh, yes, it is Monster from the Prehistoric Planet, All which right. doesn't make any sense because it's not from another planet. Well, it's, Luke wins our first game. Brandon <laughs> can't memorize anything. <laughs> His prize is my respect. You're the, you're the place. only one with notes, and you didn't know what the title <laughs> no, I wrote was. The, I wrote Gappa the Trifibian Monster, and I was like, I'll write the actual title yeah. down later. Well, no, you, Wait. Wrote, you wrote down the good title. Yeah. Yeah, well, it also gave a, like, uh, notice, like, Gappa is apparently a Japanese mythological sort of thing. Did you look it up? Do you know what Gappas do? Like, what, So, Gappas, uh, they call them Gappa because it's cute, I guess, instead of calling it, you know, the actual title. Um, but Kappas in Japanese mythology are from the folklore of these weird amphibian turtle creatures that live in, basically, lakes and ponds that tempt small children to come and play with them. 
but really they're just trying to drag them under to drown them and then suck out their or, uh, organs through their anus. So. Oh, okay. Like was it Pennywise? Yeah, exactly. Was it specifically through the anus? Or did you make yes. that part up? No, I didn't. Um, okay. Because this is a fun thing. <laughs> Where, uh, so are these are hot tub monsters? No, yeah. they're hot tub time machine <laughs> monsters. <laughs> um, but back in the day when you'd find a bloated corpse in the river, um, all the kind of extremities would be kind of bloated, including the anus. So the yeah. anus would kind of like pop out kind of like an Audi okay. belly button. Yeah. So that was their theory of why that happened. Yeah. Very sound theory. Yeah, it's That's very. Sound. I mean, to be honest, not really, but it's like we'll go with it. Well, no, yeah. this is why Japan's ahead. Yeah, they're yeah. ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah. And then we find out that's actually what Kappas do, and they're real. And now they're running for president. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, these these, these are they, these Kappa. These Kappas don't do that. Yeah, they they're, they're 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 giant chicken monsters. Well, there is no anus big enough for them to do that in this <laughs> film, so we can't truly say. They're like uh, what would you say, a couple hundred feet tall? Yeah, monsters. Uh, they're they're pretty they're pretty. Well, that's another thing. This is one of those films too where the set and the designs were kind of shitty. So there's mm-hmm. scenes where they would look like maybe they're fifty feet tall, and there'd be like ones where they look like they're two hundred feet tall, crushing a bunch of buildings and cities. Um, but we could just start off kind of summarizing the movie like we usually do in the usual mm. fashion. Which is we cut to... The usual way. The, uh, welcome back get, to Let's not get kinky. Too, too kinky. Well, I did watch Austin Powers last night, so I'm feeling rather randy and horny. Ooh, yeah. I'll behave. <laughs> yeah, yeah The first one? We did watch the first one. Okay. There's some decent bits. Yeah, I, I've always thought, like, I haven't gone, sought it out to rewatch it, but I've always felt like, I bet Austin Powers still kind of holds up. Yeah, there's certain parts. Uh, he definitely would be canceled in this modern climate. <laughs> Very concerning things he does. Though there is one part in the film where the the main character he's trying to kind of woo comes and starts hitting on him is like I can't do this you're drunk that's yeah. unrespectable I'm like you know what yeah Elizabeth Hurley right? yeah Elizabeth yeah. Hurley what a fox I mean sorry you know what I know that's not right in this climate but you know what she's a fox fucking deal with it and if you don't like that don't tell my wife please <laughs> <laughs> no I watched it with her it was really fun. Um, there's a lot of jokes that still hold up. I think the best one still. Where did you talk about Austin? Yeah. <laughs> I think one Slowly of the best. Slowly but surely. <laughs> one the of the name of this to Austin yeah. Potters or whatever. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. This is the ambush podcast where we ambush you. We're like, you thought we were going to talk about the movie we just watched. No, we're going to talk about Austin Powers. This is actually an Austin Powers pop up bar inside of a podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you live in Chicago, there is an Austin Powers pop up bar coming out yeah. soon Ooh. called Go Member. It's, oh. All the drinks are just brandy. It's, do I make you brandy? It's <laughs> really funny. <laughs> Brandy's a good mixer, though. I mean, sidecar, yeah. that's a great drink right there. Mm. Um, but anyways, there's a few jokes that still hold up really great. Um, anything with Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil is a pretty funny character, I'm going to be honest with you. Yes. Well-written, that's great. Austin Powers himself, kind of annoying, but the one scene that still made me laugh a lot is when they come in and they break into the facility and they get on a giant bulldozer they're driving by, and security guard gets in front of him and goes, <laughs> oh, No, stop! Michael, he's Michael he's, McDonald from yeah. that TV. Oh, shit, I didn't yeah. realize that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, like, standing in front of it for, like, a good two minutes. Yeah. And, like, you could just move. And he's like, no! <laughs> great bit. Yeah, yeah it's a great bit. I, I saw a picture of Andy Warhol the other day, and I was like, is that Stuart from Mad TV? <laughs> he does look like Stuart from right? Mad TV. That is funny. <laughs> no! I don't want to make art! No! And then he gets shot. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Austin Powers. Check it out on, I don't remember what I streamed it on. It's either Netflix or Amazon. Yeah. All three are on You're, Netflix for a while. Yeah. You probably have a DVD copy of it somewhere. Yeah, you probably do. You got it as a Christmas gift from Just, somebody who doesn't care about you. You know what? I might do awesome power updates on this podcast now. <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch The Spy Who Shagged Me next now. 
to see how that does. Because I remember the second one being pretty funny, the third one not being good. So the th- third one had its moments. Yeah. It, it overall was not good. But Actually, the third one is the most recent one I've seen. Uh, yeah, it's the most recent one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I watched it at a friend's apartment a while back, and I do remember the scene where, like, Gold never takes, like, a big... His skin would flake, and he would eat it. Yeah. That's that being funny. gross yeah. and funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, the line, I love gold, it really sits with me still. It's classic. Know. It's good inflection. Okay, but it's just a funny thing not, to say. We were not here to talk about Austin Powers. Well, I added this, so fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's all podcast. <laughs> it's all Austin Potters. Uh, yeah, we should get back to Gap of the Trifemian Monster. There you go. Um... We haven't even started about the movie starts off yet. So it's basically, we're on a boat. There's a bunch of just Oops. young, hip Japanese kids getting ready to go on a uh, South Seas adventure. You well, have, but they're reporters. They're reporters, but they got a but young... they're also scientists. They are scientists. They're reporters. They got a young, horny energy. Um, <laughs> they're reporters and scientists, and they both hate each other. Yes. Yeah, but in the 1960s, like, that's just the way that was. Those two jobs were the same. So, yeah, like crabs yeah. and turtles. Well, I mean, yeah. I wrote the notes, too. We have the two main male characters, which is Tanaka, which is, like, the researcher. I wrote down main character. And then I have Roshi, which I wrote down as horny main character, yeah. um, <laughs> who starts off... So this is the weird thing, too. I'll get into this right away with Hiroshi. He starts off as kind of like this like real horny vibe, devil make hair attitude. And by the end of the film, he's like, we really need to consider what climate change is doing to this world. <laughs> like, he gets into all these huge speeches that make no sense that are like, this isn't the same character. Um, which is kind of fun in itself. But basically, Tanaka and Hiroshi are talking about how Hiroshi sees it as just a fun vacation to the islands. And then Tanaka's like, we need to research. Here, look at my yeah. test tubes. Like, literally every scene they have him. They're on a boat with test tubes in front of them. Like, okay, we get it, film. I am a little confused. So they find, like, the island, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the island they were looking for? I mean, they say that you will find the island you're looking for when you stop looking. I know you're probably just trying to be funny, but do they say that in this movie? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think they just end up there. Because, yeah, they get stopped, but there's, like, a volcanic eruption from out of the ocean, which I thought was happening was, like, the volcano erupted and created a new island. No, no, no. That was that was later. Because remember first, that guy is fishing. And yeah, he, like, that, actually, yeah. Anyone want to say his name? He hooks the tail of a big monster that's not brought up again. Yeah. Yeah. Or wait, no. There was. It was a car. It was a car that was trying to hit him. Right? Well, yeah, because yeah. it looked like they. So the the monsters like, in this film, the Gappas, if you will, uh, they have eyes that glow, but when it's coming out of the water, it just looks like a car is driving him slowly. It's like an eighty-seven water. Buick just <laughs> yeah. walking out into the. So he made that joke, and it was pretty funny. Um, and they set up that thing, like I was talking about, I hate where like he comes screaming about how there's a monster, like you crazy man, and like oh, of course there's gonna be a monster later. Um, but they get to the island, and that's when we're introduced to that delightful flavor of 1967 cinema of Japanese films of let's make this racist right away. Um, they get to the island, and it's basically a bunch of Japanese actors that are like, they have like a Polynesian look to them, but they also put them in blackface at the same time, okay. and it's not good. I want to, before we get into this, I want to bring up the mission statement of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. The magazine they work for, they're reporting for magazine. a magazine, right. <laughs> which is uh, Playmate magazine, right. no yeah. association with Playboy. And the founder wants to create Playmate Land, which is like a tropical paradise with like rare animals and stuff. And also he mentions having exotic dancers, like not like, like, not like, topless dancers yeah. but like like they're going to this island to find natives to bring to playmate land so they can work there for free yeah that's present for nazu if, if they're natives then it, like the exotic part is kind of implied like they don't have 
they don't have shame like we do. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, they were looking for people. They I thought looking... I thought he was doing like a it was, it was Playboy like... Mansion slash Jurassic Park. Well, no, kind no, of. Ooh, was... now this is a film we should talk about making. <laughs> I, I think he was, like, looking to get everything there. It was like, they're going to get me exotic animals, they're going to get me cheap labor, they're going to get me slaves, they're going to get me a wife. Like, he, he had it all going. Yeah. yeah, well, I think his I think his daughter was the only one interested in him getting a wife. Yeah, some of the, like, early setup sh- like scenes that get you introduced to the character, President Fanonzu is, like, hanging out with his daughter who's getting dancing lessons, like... I think you should remarry, and I think it should be my dance instructor. And he's like, ooh, ooh, yeah. like pulling his which, which is good for him that he's like, like she's just like, no, don't say that. That's weird. Yeah, which I agree with. Um, but when they cut back to our main characters on the island, uh, the locals are basically like, oh, this is a good sign you're here. The volcano's going off. That means Gappa's happy. So they're like, so is he like your god, or is he like something else? And they're like, oh, he's something else. So I was like, yeah. could, could you show <laughs> us? So, um... The young boy named Saki. What's it? Oh, uh, I was going to say, so you girls in high school, or... Yeah. <laughs> you, uh... <laughs> you girls, uh, 420 friendly. No drama. You ever had peach schnapps? Yeah. <laughs> you have that on this island? Oh, peach schnapps sounds really good right now. Mm. How do you feel about peppermint schnapps? Oof. I like it in hot chocolate. I love it by itself. Yeah. I'm real gross. I would drink like a whole bottle of that if somebody gave it to well, me. Well, what makes it schnapps? Like, is it just, is that what you call like a clear, sweet liqueur? Yeah. I mean, it's, I think the way you make it, it's like a fortified brandy with flavoring, I think, overall. Mm-hmm. But like, there's an actual legit schnapps brand, and then there's like its own, like, because peppermint schnapps isn't technically schnapps, it's Dr. McGillicuddy's peppermint schnapps. So this is something I've thought a lot about. <laughs> Welcome to the Schnobcast. Schnob, 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 snobs. Schnob, snobs. We are doing a very familiar thing with people that listen to this podcast. So all four of our subscribers, uh, we're, we're filling time because this is a movie that was an hour 30 altogether, and it felt like it was 20,000 years, but there's no plot. I mean, it, it it was, uh, everything was stretched out. Like, any time something was, would happen, it would take a good ten minutes yeah. for it to happen. Yeah, this film was famously edited by Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, there was, there's like, yeah, there's like 15 minutes of them, they're on the island, they want to see Gappa, but the natives are like, no, you can't see Gappa, like, Gap will be mad, go away, and they're like, oh, you're full of banana hill, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and they're like, whatever, kid in blackface, and then <laughs> yeah. they push him out of the way. Yeah. We're progressive, we don't listen to you. Yeah. We're too woke, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I respect. Because they think there's no way that this weird island has yeah. a, a monster on it. Right. So it's following that whole trajectory of where, I think, yeah, Tanaka and Hiroshi basically go searching for it, uh, Sakai, the kid in blackface. The only way to say it, really, because he's going to come up in this film a lot kind of leads him along and this is a real weird mystifying part of like he just shows them where the monster is and then they're like can we just take him and he's like i don't care um well they're at first they're like you can't leave because you'll make gappa even angrier mm-hmm. but then they're like uh, okay well if you don't want us then we'll leave anyway and they take the baby Gappa with them that they oh, found. Well, I said, like, you should all come with us. And then that one old guy was like, no, I'm going to die here. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they were already trying to get others to come over from that island to Playmate Land. Right, come be slaves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, I feel like that never, like, that 
the woman. What's the woman's name? Oh, uh, that was uh, Kayo, no, Kayonagi. Yeah, because she was like, kind of like the bleeding heart, but was like, oh, they should come to Playmate Land then. They'll be safe there. It's like, but there would literally them be being slaves. That's a slave trade you'd be I involved mean, in. All people living there too are slaves to capitalism to begin with, so if yeah. you really think about it, who's the real villain here? Yeah. Elon Musk, that's who. <laughs> um, that's my opinion on that, because... You know, he wasn't alive then, but he was going to be eventually. Um, he has always been and always will be. <laughs> Eternal Elon Musk. Then there's a very strange scene when they send word back to their boss, who was President what? Uh, it's President... Uh, Can we just call him President Business? President okay. Business, I like that. His name is President Finanzu. But yeah, President like Business is pretty President good. Phenomenon. Yeah, pre- President Phenomenon. <laughs> PP. P- uh, good old PP. President. But yeah, there's a weird scene where like he gets a wire back that they found the the baby Gappa. Yeah. And like I guess he gets a picture of it too that's wired to him. But and then he describes it as a burnt lizard. Well, at first he's trying to find. He gets all of his researchers together to find information about this monster, uh, this look, animal, and they can't to yeah. look to look through seven books. Was it burnt lizard or bird lizard? I couldn't tell how he's saying it. it. it it's either one, I think. I think he used them intermittently. Yeah. I feel like it should be bird lizard because it had a beak. I thought mm. it was bird lizard, but bird also lizard. I heard burnt lizard yeah. as well. Yeah. But it was... Like, what the hell is that? Like, is that a thing that I'm supposed... Any of us... Anybody's supposed to know what it is? No, I mean, we started talking about broken lizard because of that. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also, I just don't understand why, like... Somebody mentioned, like, you should be psyched if it's an animal that they have no idea yeah, what it is that has so, discovered new thing. He promised exotic animals at Playmate Land. This is the weirdest thing where he's, like, getting upset, and then he comes down and he's like, you're just going to show me a bird lizard. And they're like, no, 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 we have something better to show you. And then they take off the cloak, and he sees the bird lizard. He's like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> like a lizard and a bird. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's such a weird scene. And then, like, after that, it's, like, all gravy for them. Basically, all of the press is talking about it and how, like, it's the biggest news since sliced bread. Yeah, well, he's his magazine's the only magazine that's talking about yeah. uh, Gappa. Right. So he's just selling a lot of copies of his magazine, and he's, like, in hog heaven because of it. Right, and I should be better about the culture. It is Japan, so it's the best invention since sliced rice. Um, <laughs> and so, like, everyone's getting... <laughs> Is that racist? I can't tell. I just imagine, like, what this if they... This very scrambled what if, idea. What if rice what were just in a large is. loaf? Yeah, just yeah. a big old loaf? Yeah, you just cut off a piece of rice. <laughs> a slice of rice. That could be good if it's, like, a mochi. Yeah. Slice of rice, but at what price? <laughs> nice. That would be a racist name for, like, a Margaret Cho themed uh, TV sitcom. But just Margaret Cho. Anybody else is fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We don't make the rules. Um... <laughs> But I should, oh, did I do racism? No, we, we all have. We've all done a racism. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sh- from Indiana. I am full of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. I was born in Munster, Indiana. But I should ask before we get too far further in the plot, too, Zach. What is your experience with like kaiju films or monster movies like that? Oh, honestly, like growing up, my dad was real into Godzilla, so Ooh. that was about that life. And then yeah. like we we watch those a lot, and it's fun. And then I think as a child. Power Rangers was an exposure to yeah. like you know that's just a kaiju. oh uh, Austin Power Rangers Austin uh, what, what is that do I make you morphin baby <laughs> okay, okay I'm back on board sorry uh, Austin White Powers <laughs> oh no I mean it still works for Power Rangers but not in a good way um, 
It's one of those things, too, where I, I grew up, like, watching, because my dad was a big fan of them, too, and then sci-fi would, like, replay them all the time. Yeah. And I just had such a better memory of them. Like, when I started this podcast, it's like, I love kaiju films, and I should have gone back and watched a few before I decided to do this. <laughs> <laughs> There's been some good ones. I shouldn't make it sound like it's all been torture. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're very, like, you could summarize the best parts of any of them in, like, a clip show. Yeah. Which is a really <laughs> long movie of clips. <laughs> and that would get all the enjoyment you'll probably get out of kaiju there's well certain things you have to accept the reality you have to exactly. accept when watching i think that's movies. a testament to like the really good ones where you can't do that because like shin godzilla you gotta watch the whole thing yeah, oh, shin yeah. Godzilla or, is amazing. or even godzilla versus the smog monster that's another one where you gotta watch the whole thing oh yeah are you kidding me that that has my favorite death scene in it yeah well then like a, you could take like a great majority of godzilla and yeah. kaiju and, and what was no it was, it was gamera 3 the tech of legion or whatever that that was another great one too oh yeah that was bonkers man <laughs> with like the the arrow pterodactyls with like those pointy heads oh that was the first one that one was kind of that's the that's the one we had to wait till 5 a.m for jason flynn oh that's right <laughs> oh i fucking hated that one yeah uh i don't know if you're familiar with the zach but we had jason flynn on we talked about this a lot but we had one where he like was gonna come later like maybe one or two like this is the latest one we'll do and then, like, at 2, is like, still on the way. So, we're like, okay, fine, we're already waiting. And then, finally, like, at 4 a.m., I want to say, he showed up. And we're just like, well, we got to do the podcast. <laughs> really? You still did it? We still yeah. did it. We waited around that long. I mean, yeah, what we, else we were we going to fucking do? Watch yeah. the movie while berating Jason the entire time. Uh-huh. And that's the episode that got us in The New Yorker. <laughs> that's why we're all millionaires now yeah. we officially all became millionaires since yeah. this podcast we podcast beheaded Mark Maron and gained his powers <laughs> we went we had a quickening yeah a real a real fast quickening I'm on we should, now we should watch Highlander 2 the quickening for this podcast and I'll find a way to make it about kaijus I, all right, I mean I, we we watched enough movies that aren't really kaiju related to no, every movie we watched so far has been kaiju related. <laughs> yeah, I mean the past. I still argue definitely kaiju, emotional kaiju. Yeah, emotional, the emotional kaiju of uh, John Leguizamo's early career. <laughs> you watched? You watched the host yet? Like we watched, we watched that with Aaron yeah. McDavis. Mm, that was a good one. That, one of yeah, my favorites. Was, that okay. That's a good one we watched too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we talked about that one for a while. Like, what do we say? This is a good film. What do we do now? <laughs> I feel like no matter what, I always poo-poo on whatever we watch. I'm yeah. always kind of cynical about it. Uh, no, well, well, there was that one movie that you chose that we switched places on. Uh, I was so upset about. <laughs> Solo? Yeah. Okay. Why, I, I, you know the title of that. I was just talking about it earlier because yeah, I, I just bought a DVD copy of it. I, Luke, you <laughs> know through context. I think Martin's afraid that you'll make us watch it again. Yeah, I'm not going to watch I, it. I, I, well, I'm not going to make you guys watch that again. I we know will. how hard it was for you. <laughs> no. I was just psyched because I got my my uh, DVD, co- my Criterion Collection copy. Oh. I, I, just, I just bid on it on eBay one night because it was like like 12 bucks. I didn't think I would win. I only put it up to like 14 bucks. Well, they've been putting out a bunch of Godzilla films on Criterion Collection, which I think I'm going to try to get one or two because just watching that, 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 and then maybe... That quality, that'd be really That quality, and also there'll probably be some fun features we can talk about afterwards, too. So, man, that's what I miss, man. Like, the making ofs and the commentary tracks of DVDs. Yeah. They gotta get that on Netflix somehow. Can we finish talking about this movie so we oh, can start yes, talking sir. about something else? That's true. Because <laughs> I feel point. like we just keep starting and stopping. Yeah. This is a good gauge of how awesome this movie is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's one of those things of... Uh, I just farted, so we're going to see how that works in the basement, too. Um, uh, with this film specifically, too, it, it, I just want to breeze through but I still want to make sure we get through to a, a decent pace, but I feel like we're just going to blow the plot so quick. 
which is fine. Mm. At this point, they get Gappa back, the newspapers are talking about it, and this is when the film starts to drag on forever, uh, because the two parents of the Gappa come out, so these giant mama and daddy Gappas. They look like, like a mix between chickens and flying monkeys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or and, they were genderless. I don't, we don't know. That's true. We're putting it Now, I, later on, yeah, I think you could tell which one was the dad, and which because the dad, right. I think, had a higher point right. on the, his little chicken flap. huge fucking tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and prevalent vagina. You could see the whole film. <laughs> was lactating constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Wouldn't get out of the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a funny thing too. We should mention is the the main horny character Roshi keeps threatening uh, Kayonagi with uh, threats of feminism. I think is the only way. Is like, oh, okay, you don't want to do this. Well, maybe you should go back home and start cooking in the kitchen and cleaning diapers like a good woman. She's like, mm, no, I'll wait for third wave feminism. Thank you. Let's do this. <laughs> I don't remember that. I just remember the. Uh, the uh, reporter guy and science guy just butting heads all the time. Yeah, that was mainly fun. it's from the reporter guy's side bashing on the scientist just wanting to research the, the monster. Yeah, Hiroshi's like, no, you got to write a big juicy headline about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my company's just using the monster to sell to sell magazines. Yeah. He wants to study it. Yeah, <laughs> that freak. Yeah. <laughs> he only cares about understanding it. Yeah, yeah. But that's how that sick fuck comes. <laughs> the real monster was understanding. Yeah. So, and I think there's also, especially implied by the end, there's supposed to be like a love triangle between. But the, the three of the them. scientist is obviously horny for his own test tubes. He's never looked at the girl once the whole um, film. I think the girl mentions a few times. Once again, Kayonag gave like being interested in the researcher. But it's just like we get it. You had a dad that didn't pay attention to you, so we we know. Yeah. But when they were in that cave after they destroyed that priceless artifact, they felt she felt like they were the only people alive in the world. Yeah, just like the Game of Thrones line. Um, yeah, it was it was a weird thing. But of course, she falls for the reporter at the end of the film. But to circle back, where well, we're the at, the scientist gives permission. Yeah. To, to maybe it was his daughter the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> And the daughter's like, that's going to be awkward. Yeah, it's going to be very awkward. Um, so at this point in the film, the the two mom and dad gappas are just destroying parts of Tokyo, and they go on for so long. Well, wait, why did you say they had to go to Tokyo? It was it was it was big bands and kaiju's. They got to hit the big cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 The well, they they start somewhere yeah. off some coast and they wreck some stuff. It's pretty boring, but it. They do it for a long time. Well, I mean, you got to be doing house shows for a little bit before yeah. you're doing, like, megadomes. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. they get <laughs> the military comes and shoots at them for... Oh, half the movie. Yeah, yeah. half the it movie. It was at least half of the movie. It's one of two scenes where the military is just firing at them, and it's literally 15 minutes. The movie spent all of its goodwill on that because when they first started and they're, like, blasting it, we reacted like, this is kind of fun. Like, they were going over the top. Like, so many, like, decent special effects of just, like... Fucking laser beams, gun bolts, whatever, going to the water, fucking it up, and we're like, okay, that's pretty good. And it just kept going. Like, I, yeah, well, that's. I, I do have a theory about this, actually. What's that? Um, I like to think that they uh, hired a production assistant to go and get like uh, props for the movie, uh, and they were like, okay, spend exactly eight percent of the budget on bottle rockets, and they added an extra zero. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> They're like, we gotta use these bottle rockets. <laughs> That's a very good theory. <laughs> but yeah. I, uh, just the second time that the military fires at them, when they're in the water and they use that screech gun or whatever it is to get yeah, them out like, of the water whoa! to the surface. Sorry, I thought it was going to be like a like a platoon thing. Like yeah. them getting massacred by the military 
And you say Screech Gun as in like Dustin Diamond? That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I forgot what his what was his catchphrase? Did he have one? Not none. He's, I know he stabbed somebody I'm later. Awful. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool, Kimasabi. Yeah. There okay, you go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just saved by the bell there. That's nice. Um it, yeah, he's bad. He stabbed somebody and he talked about his penis a lot online to women who didn't want to hear about it. Anyways, going back to this film, we should also have a Moth Repulse drag race right here, right now. Moth Repulse drag race. First jingle in a while too, which mm-hmm. we'll be dropping in. She um, does uh, at the very beginning when they're like, when they announce that they're close to the island. She's wearing like these shorts. Mm, yeah. She looks really nice. In. Oh yeah, she, that's that's just like a cute, fun summertime outfit. Yeah. yeah. Also, Hiroshi, the main reporter, he's wearing like all of these like slim, clean looks he got from probably Uniqlo, and just like rocking a good blazer here and there. Oh, I'll give him props. When, when they're coming back to the mainland, it looked like they had just finished like a fencing match. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I said, oh, now they're married because they both had weird outfits on together. <laughs> they got married in Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Zach, we usually like to talk about, like, the fashion in the films a little bit. This one, it just didn't have much going on. A lot of, like, safari, like, they all dress like beekeepers in the beginning, and then the blackface. Yeah. You talk about how, again, how weird it is, how it's just this mix of Polynesian and African, and it doesn't work. Oh, that was weird. Using a blackface is bad bad enough, but they took that one kid who was, like, showed them where (laughs) Gappa was, they just... Kidnapped him yeah. to Japan, I guess, because yeah. dumped him in soot. And then once he got to Japan, he's like, "I love it here." Like, okay, you were just rewriting history now, too. I see yeah, it seemed to get worse as the movie went on because all of a like it started becoming purple. And then there was one scene where he was clean. Yeah, it just looked like they're like, old... "Just keep it going." They filmed. And... They filmed it later on in the day. Yeah. After just a normal day. Makeup boy. on all day. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it is a weird thing of like he just had various different shades of blackface and sounding insensitive during this film, but that's the only way you could describe it. Of like, oh, it was that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> the makeup department's like, oh, I don't have the energy to be this racist yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> just a real pariah they had working there, but it was like dedicated to the craft slightly. Oh, um, so yeah, Gappa Mom and Gappa Dad are attacking Tokyo, and they're finally going to uh, President Phenomenon, President and asking Phenomenon. him to. You gotta get rid of Baby Gappa. <laughs> this is this was a funny scene where they all talked to him like you got you gotta stop this. This is terrible. Even Hiroshi was like, "I'll take the blame. We can just go." And then he's like, "No, I won't." And they're like, "Okay." And they all just left him in the building by himself, <laughs> which was kind of funny. Yeah, and t- still took Baby Gappa. Yeah, um, there are some quick cuts that are funny because how bad the editing is for this film. Like another one's like, "Okay, we need to leave." Oh, the plane's here, and they just walk off like the next. A lot scene. of hard <laughs> sound edits. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is always fun, I think. Yeah, just like, music, stop! Yeah. David Lynch was watching it when he was young. He was like, I got a great idea! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was that thing? Um, when President Business is, like, stabbing President Baby Gappa. Yeah. He's poking him with that stick. He's poking him with a stick. And I, this must have been a rewrite to make it, like, more friendly to kids. He's definitely hitting him with a, cra- with a cattle prod. Because there's, yeah. like, electricity happening. Yeah. But then they're like... I don't get it. I'm poking him with the stick and he's generating this electricity. Yeah. That was a weird scene. Yeah, I mean, there are scenes where the mom and dad, uh, Gappa, like, breathe out, like, fiery breath, but not, like, electric breath, so. Yeah, and it's not like it's, like, coming off their skin. Like, if that were King Ghidorah, I believe it, but it's, mm-hmm. it's baby Gappa. It is baby Gappa. It is baby Gappa. 
Baby like... Gappa this summer, ABC Family. Gappa kids. <laughs> we're out of ideas. <laughs> I feel like there's a new game you came up with I forgot that we were going to do. The oh, Names for a Rabbit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Names for a Rabbit. We can save that for later. Okay. We're almost in this film. <laughs> Basically, the military, like... This is the weird part. The military just, like, lays up on them, and they're just like, okay, well, if we get the baby back, we'll be fine. Yeah, no matter how much they tutor them, they don't seem to harm them at In all. In any way. There's not even, like, a, I'm upset you're firing bolts at me. It's just, like, walking. Yeah, like, even Godzilla will, like, was like, ugh. <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah. He's like, it just feels like you're pinching me all the time. I hate it. Like, nothing from these ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, finally, they get the baby by two giant blimps carrying it in a net to drop off an airport. <laughs> yeah. And this is another thing where the film keeps showing that scene over and over again, and we're just like, fucking get there. <laughs> like, it feels like you're watching an actual blimp ride to get to that destination in real time. And they time. don't even put, like, dumb dialogue or, like, character building shit in between. It's just you seeing it yeah. happening. A lot of this movie felt like it turned into an art film at certain point, or points because it just kept repeating the scene so much of, like, are they trying to make a weird statement we're not on board with that we can't just figure out? And I was like, what is art? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I felt watching this film. But finally, the, the mom and the dad get there. They hug the baby in a nice, actual, slightly tender moment that I think they did well. I thought, I thought that was, it was really nice. That I, was sweet. I, yeah. I thought it was weird how Mike Myers' voice came on and he yeah, just kept like, saying, like, I want my baby back, back, baby, baby, back, baby, baby, back, baby, baby, back, baby. <laughs> and then he did that weird gong character he's been doing now. Oh, there God. Yeah. I even forgot the name of that one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I just thought I was saying, like, in the theme with it going on way too long, they had that heartwarming hug. Then they had to have a scene where one of the parents takes off. You see the little baby kind of trying to fly a couple times. Should have had him, like, struggle a second, but then take off. They had to have the parent land again. <laughs> like, yell at the baby. Then, yeah, pretty much. And then the baby, oh, that time it takes off. Like, you said you wanted to go to Disneyland. You're not even yeah. ready. <laughs> you gotta fly. Yeah. 2,000 miles back yeah. to the island you were born on. I guess we'll just cancel the trip if you want to act like this. The mom was like, oh, you can't make it happen just like your father. And yeah. then the father one was like, what did you say? Not in front of the baby. Yeah, just because we have one kid, you're going to bring this up again? And it faded oh. to the and end. And the whole, like, Playmate Land idea was, like, the weirdest MacGuffin of the entire movie because yeah, it ended up not being important Halfway at all. through, they just threw it out. Like, yeah. We had, we had a few things. We had uh, Chekhov's uh, miniature Playmate Island scale model. We had Chekhov's uh, fucking potential wife for president business. And then there was a lot of stuff that just yeah. wasn't resolved or didn't make sense. And then, um, or I was about to say, Chekhov's traditional Japanese folklore dance also. Yes. Uh, all, all these fun things going on. Chekhov's dance. What was that scene? Why was there that folk dance? Oh, just so they could show a giant foot going through it later on. Oh, that's right. They had that really bad, like, rear projected oh, yeah. know, sort of foot. Like, you could see that nothing behind the foot was being crushed, because yep. they only animated the ceiling caving in. Yeah. Oh, boy. Really, I, that was great. I love that. I feel like we should just get to rating the movie at this point. Yeah, it's uh, your standard kaiju movie. I Short uh, and... Guys, should I, should I do this now? Should we get yeah. a new rating system, or are we, That's what are we about explaining to say. the old one? Oh. Well, okay, I'll go through the rating systems right now. I feel like we got a new place to record. Let's get a new system going. Yeah, it's, I think it's been an honest year since we started the last one. So, the last few rating systems we've had, the first one we had was Godzuki, or the Podzukis versus non-Podzukis, which was, no, it was Godzukis versus non-Godzukis. It was really complicated. But basically, you'd rate it on those two, it made no sense, and then we went to the Goro rating system. Which is where a goer from Mortal Kombat would come out, and he could do four thumbs up, 
Four thumbs down, or any combination of those forearms of his. It was a nightmare getting Goro here on the same. It was on the night that the rest of us. Yeah, he's the though. prince of the Shokan race. He's <laughs> yeah. got a lot to do. Yeah. So yeah, technically R.I.P. right now too. Yeah, he's gone. One day he'll come back. And then finally, we had after that the crabs out of turtles because there was a very funny film we watched called Space Amoeba where they talked about how crabs were turtles' natural enemy. So we rated out of that. I made a reference <laughs> to it earlier. Yeah. yeah. So I want to do a completely new system that's going to break the mold challenge how we perceive ratings and really get us to think so i'm going to present you with the shiva rating system now shiva is a character <laughs> from mortal Kombat, <laughs> much like goro but total babe i want a pound i'm just going to say that honestly both recent edition and past edition they both have their own term and i say this in a non-sexist way just going off a man of basic instincts and you know what i want to see what she's got to say about these ratings she's coming out right now and you know what she has to say about this two thumbs up Two thumbs down. That's right. Perfect middle of the road. Who gives a shit? It's it's a movie that exists and follows all the same plot points. Uh, I I I think I think she's giving it uh, one thumb up, two thumbs down, one thumb kind of like eh. yeah. it's like it's it's definitely not the worst thing we've watched, but it fucking dragged on. It dragged. Like when I. I did a thing where I like pulled out the box. I was like, there is no way this movie is not almost done. And I told you guys, like, oh, yeah, this thing is 267 minutes long. And you half believed me for a second. Yeah, I was like, no, this seems right right now how it's going. Because it felt so fucking long. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's, it's, it's acceptable. It's, I mean, they feel so long when you just know everything that's going to happen. Yeah. Like, you know they're going to release the baby and the baby's going to go with the parents. They're not going to... The parents aren't going to kill all the humans involved. <laughs> and that's going to be the end of the movie. That would be fucking awesome if they did that. The, the, the parents could die. You remember that one with that monster that looked like a combination of Dragonite and uh, the the Michelin Man? Yeah. Oh, Dagoro versus... What was the other monster's name? Goliath. Dagoro versus Goliath. Do you remember I'll never his, forget. Yeah, we saw its mom die. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough, we did. And it got me so... <laughs> and that was the one that wasn't a sequel to another movie, right? It, it just had the movie. It just existed. They're like, this is the new character you kids will cra go crazy for. It was <laughs> yeah. a, a real poochie vibe. The sure. Orphan Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give it one thumb down. The other thumb is just doing whatever. Yeah. Like Shiva can't even be like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I laughed a lot during it. We made some funny jokes, but... I wouldn't recommend watching it. It's just kind of boring. Yeah. If you're hanging out with your buds, having a few brews. Yeah, I was thinking, like, what did our parents do in movie theaters in, like, the well, 60s? Like, I mean, was it just making they, out? Would you just do, us, hang right, out with? Know. Yeah, they made, like, every podcast is talked about, there'd be a popcorn bucket, cut a hole in the bottom, get an erect penis, put it through, and then your mom would pretend that she was getting popcorn from the bucket with her mouth fully, but she's really blowing your dad. <laughs> I was driving for it. It's still a thing. That sounds fun. Hanging yeah. out in the car and just watching a movie. Yeah. Maybe not with how small cars are now. Yeah. Or cars. Yeah. Pixar. I want to be... <laughs> I want to be the next no, Andy Rooney. Queen, just yeah. wrapping on. As I mean, that's, that's just the worst movie to watch like in a drive-in. Because it's like, you don't watch The Shining while you're inside Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Do you think if you were to open Lightning McQueen's door, you'd just find a bunch of bones and organs and skeletons and connective tissue? I like to think you would find every Owen Wilson performance just shoved in there like a clown car. <laughs> just like, oh, wow. Do their oh, doors wow. ever open in the Cars movies? I've never seen any either of them. Oh. Uh, um, like so this, I don't remember if it was the second or third one. Was it was it like the shittiest spy thriller? The second one. 
That was the second one? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the third one was the redemption one, where they're like, okay, we have to make a good movie, I guess. I, but did they do that? It was alright. Okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Um, this is a very roundabout way of me saying, I don't know. <laughs> Cars <laughs> 2... Sounds like Brandon knows. <laughs> Cars 2 was definitely the first distinct bad Pixar film, for sure. Everybody, there was the turd, turd around the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was focused on Larry the Cable Guy's character, right? Yeah, Tomator. Nice, I've been waiting to say that for so long. Microphones. Well, we got you on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, the curse is lifted. Zach's dissipating out of here. Yeah, but if they if they never open, I imagine to be like like peeling a scab, like it's like an exoskeleton. But it's like kind of like their arms, kind of. I guess it could be like maybe they can. Yeah. I don't know. I imagine them being kind of like like a lobster, like they have to molt. Out of their car. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. And that means... They'll just be... That's what all the cars are in, like, the junkyards. If they have junkyards and the Cars universe is molted. Just a giant Chrysalis collection. Yeah. Uh, junkyards would be pretty fucked up. Do you think they still have, like, demolition derbies? Graveyards? Oh, my God. That would be... Junkyards would be graveyards. Demolition derbies would be gladiator rings. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's just, like, a prize fighter. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty metal. Did we write a better Cars movie than Pixar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take that, Pixar. Fuck you. I mean, I didn't watch Toy Story 4, but from what I remember about Toy Story 3, like, I almost broke out crying while watching oh, that yeah. movie. Toy Story 3 is really good. That's why I didn't want to see Toy Story 4, because when Toy Story 3 came out, I'm like, they did Toy Story 2, but 3 was good, so that's why I got to see 4. Sounds so weird saying Toy Story over. Toy Story, Toy Story, Toy Story, Toy Story, Toy Story. What's the hard one? Tolstoy? Toy Boat. Tolstoy. There it is. Pixar's Tolstoy. Toy Story by Tolstoy. Yeah. What's the two hard words that are really hard to say together in Space Ghost? I forgot that. Toy Boat. To- uh, to- that- yeah. No, I can't start it. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, toy it's impossible. To- toy, toy, toy. <laughs> you can't even say it once. Exactly. To- <laughs> toy boat. Yeah, that's toy it. boy. <laughs> toy boat. Uh, Space Ghosts, man, what a good show. <laughs> but back to ratings, though. Zach, how do you feel? Oh, I give one thumb up. And then you link that into an unblockable teleport stomp <laughs> by Shiva. I gotta get. Did they put her in DLC yet? Not yet, but she'll be one of the characters. Yeah, I really want that, man. Yeah. Also, shout out to Mortal, uh, Mortal Kombat 11. It's a really great game. You should get on one of your systems if you don't have it yet. It's amazing. It's been my whole life. <laughs> Who's been your main for that? Uh, it was Sonya Blade. Nice. But recently, I've been practicing a noob Cybot. Ooh. I'm waiting for Nightwolf, who looks amazing. They're bringing Nightwolf back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, The trailer just came out. I gotta watch that. It's a good time for fighting games, man. We were talking about Smash Brothers earlier with putting the Dragon Quest hero in, which Mm -hmm. is real fun. We'll get to that after this, though. You know what? We're out of the ratings. We're gonna get to that stupid game section that gives us our bread and butter. That's why we have a million subscribers. Did Martin rate it? You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's the second one rating. and a half. See, it's, oh, it's yeah. not a Potzuki until one, one of us forgot. Down. If somebody no, it was it. one. Okay, sorry, it was one up, two down, one kind of like man, like Roman Emperor. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. Like you can, you can kind of cut his head off. Like freaking Nero from Gladiator. Um, that was a fun movie. Yeah, I'm going to get to the stupid game section with stupid games. Okay, starting off with an apology. Moving into a new place. I think it's a great vibe. I'm really excited about this episode. Cannot find the 9-volt batteries anymore. 
cannot find a single smoke detector in this. We house. don't have a smoke detector in our house. I just realized, which is also concerning on a lot of levels. We do have a fire extinguisher, so as long as I smell smoke, we'll be fine. But to make up for it, Luke has pointed out how to put out a uh, matchstick on your tongue. So I'm going to try that on an episode here. Does anybody else want to try the journey? No, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got, so the technique is apparently got to get like a reserve of slime on your tongue first. Pretty much, yeah, just in the middle of your tongue. Yeah, I'll get another one. Yeah. You guys are. Oh, you can use the hands like this. Yeah. No, let me, let me get... You definitely do not have to do this, Zach. Let me get like real up close to the microphone. Yeah, I don't know what I signed up for. Oh, God. How was it? It was fine. Okay. It tastes like... Ooh, sulfur. It tastes like a really dark marshmallow, which Ooh, I like. Try <laughs> oh. <laughs> tongue. I did it three times and I didn't taste it each time, which is weird. Oh, that's good. It tastes like the smell of an uncle. <laughs> <laughs> It really does, because it's like this combination of like cigarettes and like s'mores, it feels like. And saliva. I hope we got that on mic. Man, this is is this the new game? <laughs> no. Yeah, I want to yeah, another one. Let me grab one here. Nine now you're or... addicted. Ah, I mean, I don't know, it's just like, like you know, like when you find a thing of Elmer's glue and you just do that thing oh, where you shit. put Elmer's glue all over your hand. I just realized dry feel and it. Feel it. Oh, the exact time. flavor is the smell formaldehyde, and that's real gross. Because <laughs> it's probably similar chemicals, I just realized. Yeah. Oh, well. Do you want another one? Yeah, I'll try one more time. <laughs> I know it's a professional podcast we run, but... <laughs> just, just give Luke the whole box. Alright, there we go. We have ignition. R. Kelly remix. Remix to ignition. <laughs> nice. He went missing. He did? What? Someone said he went missing. America's wow. hero, R. Kelly? Oh. I had a friend bring up recently that you should still listen to R. Kelly because he lost all the rights to his music and a lot of the money goes back to paying his victims. I'm like, that doesn't make sense on any level. <laughs> I gotta look into that still, but I'm too lazy too. I guess he went missing. Someone said, Did anyone check the closet? And I laughed. That's <laughs> right. <pretty> good. <laughs> Did he learn how to fly? Yes. He was like tailor-made for that joke. Like he went missing just yeah. so people can make that joke. <laughs> no, he's not missing. His, his bail is still denied like everywhere. Oh, cool. Yeah. What a relief. <laughs> I was really scared there for a second. <laughs> for a national hero, R. Kelly. I mean, I was scared I'd be walking home from here and yeah. I'd be like, what's tripping on me? Or <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, what a piece of shit. Yeah, what a monster. Yeah. Did you guys watch the Surviving R. Kelly series? No. No. I watched it. It is intense. And it's also like, the thing with Michael Jackson is they, they covered it up for a while. So it's understandable, kind of. It's still very concerning how that happened. R. Kelly's been a piece of shit since day one. Like, when they start the surviving R. Kelly, it's like, he's trying to bang every 13-year-old we met. And this was, like, back in, like, all the way in the early 90s to the late 80s when he started getting involved with music. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he would always do it at McDonald's, too, which is oh. the funniest part. Like, have some class if you're going to be a pedophile. That's what I say. That's where the kids are. Mayor McCheese is corrupt. I don't like this. Yeah, he just would give him a few greenbacks, let him stick around, do what he wanted to. Mayor McCheese was getting in on it. He was... Why do you think he became mayor of McDonald Land? Yeah. What kind of cheese is that? Like? Unpasteurized. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sponsored by McDonald's. Uh, by the delicious McDouble. What if we were the first podcast to get sponsored by McDonald's and this is the episode where we're like, ooh, oh no. Oh, man. <laughs> I hope so. I would love like getting being able to get like free like double cheeseburgers. McDonald's, if you gave us all one free double or McDouble a week, we would let you be a sponsor. Consider that. It's I'd get there. a tattoo. I'd get a tattoo of McDonald's on my face. I'd get a... <laughs> For a McChicken. A spicy McChicken. Two spicy McChickens. Okay, Every this week. Is... 
Forever. Oh, well, guys, guess what? We're in the Once. game section. This is a new fun game section. What would you let McDonald's do to you for free <laughs> McChicken? Uh, so, free McChicken for a week. I would let them, every week, come into my house, and then just wake up, and they're just slightly, just slowly lowering their anus onto my face. Just, like, slowly. Just touches my nose a little bit, and they run out real quick. That's okay. what I would let them do. See, every every week for a free McChicken, I would let them come in my face. Oh, mine seems, seems a little bit more reasonable. I, who knew the anus would be better? I Listen, I'm getting that special sauce one way or another. <laughs> okay. It's not mayo. <laughs> All right. So Luke, oh, actually, it is mayo. Oh, Their so arteries are turn. so hard. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, I'd let them to continue decimating the uh, black population with poor food. And, uh, you know... Actively making food, yeah. or actively, actively making advertising food. towards right. urban yeah. youth, to, and um, making sure to take up real estate so that food oasis or food, um, what do they call it again? Food uh, deserts would happen. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, just a big chicken. Just for big once chicken. A once, a week. once a week. Any day I choose. Okay, any day you choose, but consider the consequences that it will bring. <laughs> <laughs> I let they can could text me every day to try and hurt my feelings. You seem like you picked a more reasonable one than us. <laughs> well, you guys just throwing it all out there immediately. Yeah. I mean, that's the fun thing of going high or going low. A I different mean, food item is more... Getting it more, maybe I'd Luke, go further. I'm a slut. I'd let them do it for the thrill of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you think you're getting the good So anybody who works at a McDonald's, <laughs> anyone affiliated with McDonald's could come in your face whenever they want. Yeah. Okay. That's a promise to every fan. Come come to a, if we ever do a live show. <laughs> right, copyright, copyright, copyright. <laughs> you want to come in, come in Martin's face, we will be doing a live show eventually. Just let us know. We gotta we'll set it up. Uh, I've got to make a Twitter account. Brandon, please edit this part out. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put it at the beginning of every episode now. <laughs> All right, and if you want to come in Martin's face. This is a fun game I might keep now, but also we're going to go to Classic. We're going to call... Aaron for a clock for classic. Calling Aaron to ask some questions. We're gonna clock su- summon him. We're going to summon him. The reason we need to do this today, should we get into it or should we wait till he's on the phone? Uh, no, let's wait until he's on the phone. Then we can yell at him and, and like vaguely explain it to the audience. I feel like that'll have better energy. I think it will too. I don't know what's going on. Oh, eh, I don't want to show you the picture because I don't want to gross you out. <laughs> My favorite movie, Piece Solo. I'm sure you're gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You're right. Yeah. Hello. Hey, hey, is this Aaron Dweeb Hentai Clopper? Hey, did somebody ring? Yeah, this is the pod, the Podzuki boys, and we're here to talk to you about something you've done. Is there is there a Podzuki girls? <laughs> no, stop! Please stop. Uh, for anyone at home who doesn't follow Aaron, for I want to say for the last 20 years... He's been a monster. He's been a monster. He will be canceled. And cancel culture is not out of control because Aaron Clapper is still around. <laughs> we wanted to call you today for Podzuki to publicly shame you for the group chat that me, Martin, and Zach are in right now. Where you posted a picture of oh, a... Zach. Uh, a hey, pic- oh, <laughs> oh we, got Zach, we got Zach voice on, by the way. Hello. Um... You posted a picture of a female version of Toucan Sam from Fruit Loops. I don't, I don't see gender. Okay, that's great. <laughs> well, maybe you should try getting some sleep instead of trying to be so woke all the time. Um, so it's a female. It's a it's a cis female 
Toucan Sam. I said that weird. Don't point it out. Sam is gender neutral. Sam is gender neutral. Uh, she's grabbing her titties with Fruit Loops around them like nipple rings, squirting out milk. That part's great. That part's funny. That's well done. If they stop there, that'd be great. But then we go down her butt, and she's pooping out Fruit Loops. This w- this is the concern. If she's pooping out Fruit Loops, that would have been funny. But they're coming out on a turd attached to it, and that's not right. <laughs> I honestly, I didn't think I was like, I didn't think I was being like an edge in the group chat. Like, it's, I saw that and it made me happy, and I, I really wanted to share <laughs> Are you, Aaron? I I, t- I told you this, but it's true. I had just gone on my lunch break, and I was not able to eat because of that picture. <laughs> Are you upset because the Fruit Loops that she was pooping out weren't chewed? Like they were whole Fruit Loops? Right. Okay. This is the part I'm talking. The picture is disgusting. Of course, it would have been more funny if it was just Fruit Loops coming out of her butt. But the artist's choice is what makes me the most upset, for sure. Because you, so you guys don't like realism, is what you're saying, or all No, the artist doesn't like uh, realism because they should be chewed up Fruit Loops then in there, part of the turd. They should just be rainbow colored turds. Right, rainbow like... turd would have been funny too. I, we need to find the artists. We need to talk to them. They can be on Podzuki whenever they want. I'm giving an open invitation. But at the end of the episode, we all get to beat them up. Can I have the truth. Can I have the talking truth stick for a second. Yeah. I think it was wrong that the sh- okay, it should have been like bird shit maybe. Maybe it should have been, like, white splatter with, like, it should have been milk with Fruit Loops in it. Like, bird <laughs> shit. Yeah, that would have been funny, too. Yeah. But I, I thought the brown poo-poo was funny because it's like, when you eat corn. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that has been Aaron Klopfer, and this has been another Klopfer Classic section. Well, what's my grade? Uh, your grade is an A+, plus, <laughs> as always. <laughs> An A plus in shape. I feel like I did something bad. Like, <laughs> outside the picture, I feel like. This is well, you did ruin Martin's lunch. Yeah. What are you going to get him for lunch? What, um, how about a fucking knuckle sandwich? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Bowl of Fruit Loops. Bowl of Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> Bowl of Fruit Loops. And then right. and your fist is inside of it? Huh? Your fist yeah, is inside yeah. of the bowl? That's pretty cool. All right, yeah. well, thank you, Clopper. Get some rest. And as always, we love you. Okay, love you guys. Sorry, Martin. Fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what a professional podcast we run. Um, I feel like at this point we should just get to wrapping it up with the last game, which we should go back to the classic. What's the deal with this kaiju? What's the deal with these kaiju? What is the deal with these kaijus? What's the deal with these kaijus? <laughs> I haven't thought about one, but I had a few in the can, I think, that I can go back to <laughs> and just go over a few that I've been just jumbling around with. Really well, considered. you better let him out. <laughs> I got there late. Is Prince Albert in a can with Kaiju? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I wanted to discuss this one that's been on the mind for a while. Is Reptar a Kaiju? Uh, yeah. 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 Okay, well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't feel like we didn't get to explain the game, but I guess we do it every time, so it doesn't matter. We usually, they usually say something, like, completely stupid, and then we... Hey, we say something that makes you fucking think. (laughs) This is a thinking man's podcast. We're like the CBD that is to Joe Rogan. Okay, so what's the deal with this kaiju? We discuss something that could possibly be a kaiju, or could fall into a different category. We have things that are kaijus, things like the Three Stooges film series, Clifford the Big Red Dog, Luke, American (laughs) Capitalism. Humanity, um, Godzilla, cool gentle guy in parentheses, um, trains. Yeah. We have things Band that train. Aren't, yes. 
We have things that aren't kaijus, like Galactus, or my ex-wife, or Shrek, or Borat, or Borat's fat friend. We have Schindler's List. We have Maybe Jews. We have I Don't Care. We have Whatever. We have Anti-Kaijus. We have a list of pretty cool dudes, with it, which is just all the main characters from the thing. Um, we have... Uh, when did we add Egg? We added Egg? <laughs> just, just It says Egg? It has Egg, and then it has Super S? <laughs> Uh, that's great. <laughs> I gotta go back and listen to some episodes. Was I mean, that with, and it's your phone. Was yeah, that with uh, Mike and Ish? I, maybe. Uh, and then we just have Natural Beauty is Destructive, Unnatural Beauty is New York. <laughs> it's the fifth character. And then uh, Kaiju Killer, which was Pippin. Pippin. From Lord of the Rings? Uh, the musical? I think it was, it was from Scottie one of the other Pippen. movies, wasn't it? it oh, was. Scotty Pippin. It was Scotty Pippin. Oh, because oh. there's the famous Charles Barkley versus Godzilla comic, and they come to a stance. But oh, I feel like... wait, no, it was the dog from the Meg. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, don't watch the Meg; it was fun. <laughs> yeah, okay. unless you watch it with Logan Nielsen, then it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see Jason Statham do some diving? Oh, yeah. if you want, to you know, see he was fun. a diver. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could just watch videos of him diving. The whole movie was there to like show off his skills. I feel like. It was impressive. It, anytime he was on, it was like, wow, he was fucking good at that. He was yeah. a perfect... That's why he started acting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because he wanted to get money to be go to the Olympics, be a professional diver. Oh, I thought he was... I, I thought he just wanted to get out just, of water. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he just knew Guy All right, Richie. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I feel like before we get to recommendations and plugs and we get out here, we should also talk about how you, uh, both Martin and Zach, had a groupthink idea that came out through the galaxy that should make it happen. We got a copy right here, which is Black Seinfeld. Black oh, Seinfeld. I, I think this is an idea that we both had at separate times, but it's... Parallel like, thinking. Yeah. Yeah. But now these roads have crossed. Yes. It's perpendicular thinking. Which now. the universe says make it real, then, <laughs> at this point. But we didn't talk about this. Who would be Black Seinfeld himself? Hmm, that's, that's a good question. Black Seinfeld. Black Seinfeld. I like the idea of his last name just being Black Seinfeld. Like it's Black's like like Jerry Black Seinfeld. Yeah. Who yeah. who was that dude who played one of the uh, prosecutors in the People versus O.J. Simpson? Oh, that's an interesting choice. He, he was also Jake's former best friend in an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, yeah. It looks. Oh, it's coming to my mind now. I oh I know who you're talking about, but I cannot remember his name for the life of me. Yeah, he'd be good. <laughs> or should it should it be a comic? Is that? Yeah, uh, I mean, the obvious choice would, like we were saying earlier, be like Chris Rock, which is like yeah. kind of like the '90s. Like Gerard version. Carmichael. Gerard Carmichael would be great. He'd be a good Black Seinfeld. I feel like even though I'm not a big fan of him right now, Michael Che would be another good one for going in recent ones. Yeah. But man, he's yeah. been a real shitlord lately. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. We'll oh, figure it fun. out. This might be a fun game to figure out, too. Oh. I think uh, TV show idea pitches. Yeah, TV show. Oh, I got a lot. They're all bad. <laughs> Mine are all black versions of other shows, so. Yeah. Like, finally, here's the black version of Blackish. Yeah. I had an idea black, for a band, a band called The Different Strokes, and, like, we do strokes covers, and we're all... Just dressed idea. up like members, like people from. Well, it's funny. <laughs> I also had a fun idea, which is you get you get together a bunch of uh, famous female leads and bands that are, we all love to cover the Strokes, and it's called Broad Strokes. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's yeah, fun too. Yours was better. I should. <laughs> yeah. I got my comeuppance like I deserved. So we just get to plugs and recommendations in this uh, good old section. I, I wanted to show, share my one idea that I thought oh, was sure. good yeah, with Black Seinfeld for the people. 
Um, I wanted the Kramer of that universe to open up a bar called the location of all the white women <laughs> and it just becomes the like best known bar in New York. Oh man. I like that. That'd be I like great. That a lot. Oh, and then my, yeah, my thing was instead of the funky baseline in between oh, yeah, it, yeah. it would be Bismarcky beatboxing. Hell yeah. A, they should give him more work. He's, he's a national treasure. He, he is. It's amazing. Yeah. So we're at the end of the movies. We got to get to that. I'm worried that my tomatoes are gonna get damaged by Luke. I'm not gonna damage it. It's beautiful and it smells good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. He's talking about my nuts, by the way. My nuts have been on the table. Yeah, my tomatoes. Very, very vinegary. That just happens to be what I'm into. Yeah. I, I ate half a jar of pickled quail eggs on my way over here. Uh, Martin can vouch for it. Yep. I am going to plug, uh, I have a few in backlog because we haven't done episodes for a while, so I want to, before I forget this little indie treat, I know we talk about games a lot, but this is a good one. I got it when it was on Super Sale, but it's a little platformer you can download on the Switch or most major consoles called Minute. Oh, I love Minute. It's such a fun game. The whole concept is you find a cursed sword and you have a minute to live each round, and certain things carry over each time, but basically you have a minute to solve this longer and longer puzzle that you're going through and trying to get a great soundtrack, great sense of humor too, Um, really fun. It's like probably a three-hour play, but it's worth it. I really recommend it. So if you got a Switch, get Minute, and then enjoy yourself. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been dipping back on to actually like watching anime again, because it's, it's been yeah. a hot minute. Like, I watched My Hero Academia over the past year and fucking love that mm. shit. Good one. But uh, my roommates just introduced me to an anime that started pretty recently. It's called Fire Force, and it just it fucking looks rad, and it's just fucking... Firefighter priests fighting fire demons. That's, I could have described that better. It's good. Go watch it. Yeah. Um, I gotta get back into the anime wheelhouse too, because I've been. I mean, I watch anime still, but I. I want to go back to those halcyon days where I was like up to date with everyone, just watching them all the time. <sighs> what happened to young Brandon? Mm, he should have started gotten married then. Yeah. <laughs> I probably likes anime too, though. So oh, okay. I don't know what excuse I guess that's... <laughs> I'm just lazy. But yeah, any any uh, so I should say for the plug section and the recommendations for recommendations, you can just recommend anything. We've had people recommend concepts and feelings. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, I'd recommend uh, not watching Lost. I started watching Lost with my oh, girlfriend. <laughs> We're on season five, and oh, I am furious. All the time. <laughs> yeah. it makes me so mad. I don't know how it ends. I wish I could have told you that because I had the same feeling because I was a big fan. Me and Barbara watched almost all of it together too. Yeah. It starts off so strong and then it's just like... Amazing. Do they fire all of the staff that was writing? Yeah. Like, it's I don't just... know. Well, the writer's strike happened during season four, oh, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, right. and it's, it's, I'm still, I'm going to watch it all. I'm yeah. going to watch it all. I don't know what's going to happen so that's fun for me. But, right. um, I'm, every, I'm just mad. It's, it's ruining my it, it undoes a lot of its goodwill like I'd say specifically season 4 and 5 when you start getting married. a real fall off after season 3 which I think is the best season it with, so strong with too. Ben Linus because yeah. yeah. you know, he was awesome in that yeah. I will say though the best episode I've seen is in season 4 so but yeah, they had some good ones in later ones still but just not enough to really save face it felt like Oof, it's rough yeah it was not designed around binging yeah, yeah it was not exactly <laughs> that's what it is so I recommend not binging everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and let Lost stay dead. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'll recommend uh, Oysters. Uh, oysters we've got oysters good. at the place I'm working at now. 
I've been eating a lot of them because I get them half price. Nice. And I usually, anytime I go in to get my paycheck, I'll get some oysters, and they're good. Oysters are good. I mean, I feel like especially if you get a good brew with that, too. Oof. Yeah. Good I like to get a, a bloody with it. Yeah. You know, I, I want to do one quick... Why I'd say one quick. One, one quick recommendation, too, because I feel like a, a testament to not binging. Me and Barbara recently watched all of Lost of Spookies. That was really funny, good comedy. We watched, like, one episode, because it's only six altogether over, the, like, the last two months. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy a show like you used to, you know? Yeah. Just try it. Space it out. Yeah. And then for plugs, I mean, as always, I'm just going to get right into it. Me and Martin run a show that's the third Thursday of every month at Bonus Round Cafe at 9 p.m. called Bonus... Uh, called Bonus Round. The same of the cafe. The cafe's Bonus Round. The name of the show is Slide Into Your DMs. It is a D&D-themed pot... Guys, it's been a while. I'm rusty. <laughs> Just shaking the rust off at the end. It's a D&D themed comedy show. It's really great. We have a great lineup coming in, in August, and just check it out if you're in the area. Even if we don't have the show going, just stop by Bonus Round Cafe. It's a great place. Oh yeah, I love Bonus Round. They're so they're the sweetest people there. I I went there for a very it was a fine date, but they were very nice there to me. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I I want to recommend uh, the show I run every Thursday, which is the Cupcake Comedy Cabaret at Gallery Cabaret. It's super fun. I make cupcakes for it every week. We always have funny people. And, uh, well, this episode definitely won't be out before it happens, but on the 22nd of August, we're having our eight-year anniversary. Ooh. Ooh. Hey. Let me think. This is gonna... We might be... If we do this after Brand Pro 6, it might be just right before. I don't know math. (laughs) It doesn't... It it doesn't matter. Get a time machine, dummies. Yeah. And it's in time if you don't go right away and you listen to this. You're a bad person. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, any any plugs for you too? I got nothing. No. The uh, I was recently running a show, bar trivia and comedy at Crown Liquors. We are currently Ooh. moving locations. Ooh. It's a basically a trivia night with comedians smashed in there, Ooh. but it's a good time and there's real prizes. And Ooh. we're looking for a new location too, so you should follow us on Facebook and. Instagram and all that stuff, and get uh, news and updates. And when we're up and running again, you can come out and bring your team. And we do like cool questions and stuff. So. Could you could you give me an example of these real prizes? Could I win a father's love? Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> an intangible prize. The approval of your father for knowing all the baseball questions. Yes, that is one of the prizes. <laughs> that is true. But it was like real. Like I mean, we were at Crown Liquors, and we were getting you know we we're getting you're getting like whole bottles of boots. It was really that's a nice. Prize. That's so. a great prize. Yeah. Get yeah. drunk and have fun and answer yeah. questions. Yeah, and then always you can uh, you should follow all of our guests on Twitter. So you got, was it just, I want to say Zach? Oh, Twitter is uh, at Zach that ass up. <laughs> That's right. That's, I remember being really good. Yeah. Um, you should always follow my favorite Twitter account too, which is at Martin Felschman on Twitter. And then, you know. One sec, I need to look up my favorite Twitter real quick. Okay, I'm just curious. Yeah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find it. Uh, Luke, recommend a thing. Oh, I, I thought I already passed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pass again. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, I want to go ahead and recommend my favorite Twitter, which is uh, Joker's Trick. Oh, my God, it's so good. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, God, I can't, just look up Joker's Trick. It's a good time. You're going to like it. I guarantee you. Yeah. <laughs> well, with oh, that. Boy. You're going to like the way I, you laugh. I guarantee it. <laughs> and with that, I think we should do our usual sign-off and go our different ways into the night. Wolf skunks out there. You know what? We're, we're changing things up. I feel like we should maybe have a different sign-off now. Ooh, what's a good sign-off? You know what? You'll like the way I... You'll fuck. <laughs> You'll like the way I fuck. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's it. We it. That's the new one. Wolf
Well, as always, you'll like the way I fuck. You're gonna like the way I fuck. I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee it. And we're canceled. Thank you. Oh, that's good. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs>